gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Seventeen, the only way I had a cup is after I dropped my mama off where she needed to go. Football tires with the ceiling falling and the window stuck. But the only thing that I cared about was a radio. We turn it on, turn it up to 10, and everybody would jump on in. Riding down the highway, who wants to be the DJ? I'll find a spot on the side of the road. You find something on the radio, like a real, real good song. Well, no. Put it in park and take it slow She sang along To even the ones that she barely knew She still sounded good a little louder too But we didn't care I'd look at her, she'd look at me I'll never forget that melody Riding down the highway Who wants to be the DJ? I'll find a spot on the side of the road You find something on the radio Like a I have never co-signed on country before, but I'm assuming because it's the first song that came up on your Spotify, and that also, you know, I may or may not look like this guy. Uh, that's a stretch, but Apple Music, first of all, sure. And let me tell you, let me tell you something. Uh huh. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But this man singing a country song just gets me happy. It puts me in a good mood. Oh, man. Come on, man. The perfect place to put it in park and take it slow. Oh. Damn. <laughs> He's fucking great, man. I don't care what anyone says. Oh, God. He, you know, he is. He is. And he still has the same twang in his freaking country music as he did in his in Hootie. In Hootie, I know freaking Darius. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sons of Slam. My name is Chris Mindell along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Sir, are you feeling better now that you get your... I'm feeling so much better. I was 
God damn, I was stressed out earlier trying to do this bachelor party shit for this weekend. But Darius Rucker put me in a good mood. Not something I tend to say often, but he did. And it was, uh, it was a good, I knew it was going to be the, a good rest of the day when I left the gym. And the first song I hit on shuffle was radio by Darius Rucker. Shout out hooting the blowfish, but honestly, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I don't mean that. I was going to say, honestly, mm-hmm. Darius Rucker over Hootie, but I really don't mean that. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm sorry. How dare you? How dare you, sir? Um, I can't. It, it does put me in a great mood. Hootie doesn't. I mean, it does, but not like that. <laughs> you and I are totally different sides of that, that aisle. Yeah. Some might say different generations. Hootie all the way. Uh, that being said. With that being said, if you guys have ever seen a black man sing country music, it was that man that we just heard earlier. <laughs> it was Darius. So, oh man, what a weekend of stuff. Um, I'm trying to think, there was there was something I wanted to talk about it personally, but I I totally forgot. Oh, by the way, yes, back to the morning show this Friday. If anybody's ever interested. Mazel Tov. Um, do you take callers? Uh, I don't, unfortunately. Ah! I don't. Uh, the the morning, show, morning show guy does, but we have such a it's so so weird. So the company that I work for, Pamela Broadcasting, I, I'm sure they're not listening at all. And <laughs> fast forward to me getting fired. And if they do, I <laughs> genuinely hope they don't listen to all the shows. <laughs> uh, this might be the first time I talk about them, but they have priority. I'll just leave it at that. There's priority in studios, certain studios that have certain ratings. Think your priority to you know like bumping up equipment, making it look nicey nice, brand new shit, and all the all the other studios. Ours WBPM not so much. WBPM is a like a seventies through early two thousands greatest. You know, we call ourselves the biggest hits of all time. We play all these these you know, top forty. It, it's it's for not, industry talk. It's top forty, it, right? It's, it's not though. What is it? It's not, top forty is our other station, K one hundred four. This is this is basically the it's it's literally from seventies to early two thousands. All the the best songs that have ever been made from you know old school you know hits like it's like Light FM. It's contemporary. Um, Got it. Contemporary. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you. So yeah, all that to say is that he, the morning show guy there, uh, Bob, will take calls. Uh, I, on the other hand, will not because. Uh, apparently only just like just like Biff in Back to the Future with the car, only he knows how to work that. So <laughs> and the jankety uh, uh, mixer board. So listen, you laugh, you laugh, <clears throat> but that is one thousand percent plausible for cars back then. To, some to, people just don't know how to like to knock it. Like th- th- some cars, you just gotta if you know that something's wrong, you know how to bypass it. Biff knew how to bypass it. I never thought I'd be on Biff's side with something, but with that. I am. Hmm. Now make like a tree <laughs> and get out of here. Get out of here. Make it like a tree and leave, it's you leave, idiot. Idiot. <laughs> idiot. Make... <laughs> Sound like a moron when you say it like that. <laughs> God, man. Yeah. So, Classic. So I will be covering the morning show this Friday morning, which, which means I have to wake up at 3.30 in the morning to get out of the door by 3.45, to get up there by 4.45 to prep for the show. And that's all just fun and dandy. And looking forward to that. All, all, yeah, that's not of... that's that's the uh, the dark side of the of the radio business, huh? <laughs> it's the dark side. It is the the very big dark side. I love doing the show. The dark it's... side of radio. <laughs> I need Trish Jericho to narrate my life. Call back, call back. To the Good song. lord. Um, okay. Anyway, 
because that's happening Friday. Um, bu- 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 let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, right. There's there's your Yonkers coming out. Let's talk <laughs> WWE here. So I know, you know, everybody and their mothers like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm done with this whole story. I can't deal with this anymore. Let's move on. It's all hack. Yeah. You might be one of very few that are saying that because, good Lord, the Friday Night Smackdown that we just witnessed this past Friday in all of wrestling. Thank you, Alexa. Uh, in all of wrestling might be the biggest. I missed something. You did. Can you say it again? Absolutely not. Uh, it might be the biggest Smackdown, not only Smackdown, but biggest wrestling weekly episodic show we've ever had elaborate on biggest sure uh, i'm glad you asked so friday coming out of money because i'm thinking raw 30 raw 1000 smackdown I'm, 1000 like those to me are bigger shows well if you heard if you heard my my preface i did say uh but like but maybe i didn't i don't know ratings talk is just awful <laughs> and uh, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm always bored by it um but this this is a huge deal so coming out of Money in the Bank, uh, six days prior, we had we had SmackDown and we had the Usos on the mic, uh, and this was the the tribal court of Roman Reigns this episode, and so we had the the promo that happens and you know Roman Reigns, uh, you know, doing his thing by you know swerving Jay and giving him the crotch chop and the Usos getting beat down and Jimmy conveniently getting beat down to have to be removed and led to the local uh, medical facility uh, that is nearby um, in uh, New York City. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, Mount Sinai. Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I, was say Roosevelt. I was just thinking, I know Mount Sinai is, I'm pretty sure, let me just point it like that, because I'm sure somebody's going to come at me, oh, fuck, good one, I'm an idiot. All right, I get it. I get it, okay? Uh-huh. It's the first one that came to my head, sue me. Oh God! Um, wait, wait, wait! Please don't sue me. Yeah, don't don't say that because they will. Uh, so anyway, they had this episode, Madison Square Garden, and um, uh, Jimmy gets beat down, and that entire segment of SmackDown was mm-hmm. thirty five minutes long. Thirty five minutes long, not including the back end of the segment, which also had Roman Reigns and Jay uh, coming out to defend his his brother. Um, from the stands coming out like, uh, like John, John Moxley. Um, well, like the shield, all right, get, get it, get it right. They did it first. This is true. Uh, so yeah, so he comes through, through the That's crowd. why do you keep me around? <laughs> this is why you're on the show. <laughs> Jay comes through the crowd and, uh, does his thing and, you know, beats down Solo and, and Roman and gets on the mic and basically has his whole piece about setting up his match with, uh, Roman at SummerSlam. So the entirety of Bloodline story was about 45, 50 minutes of a SmackDown that's two hours long. Okay. Two hours with commercials. About an hour 45. Thank you. Okay. So, again, it's still majority. Then, if that's the case without commercials. I would say hour 36, but m- go on. A majority of time was, was focused on Bloodline tremendously for this past SmackDown. So, what did SmackDown do ratings-wise uh, for this? So, according to... 3.5 billion. <laughs> Everybody on the planet watched. <laughs> it was a once in a lifetime experience. Uh, SmackDown had an audience 
of 2.56 million overall for Fox, which now Fox does about 2 mil every week. 2. Yeah. 2.5 million people watched on Fox. Uh in the, and that was in the the key 1849 uh demo. That's up 2% from last week, up 21% from last year. After all is said and done though, the segment that started the show. <clears throat> excuse me. 3 million viewers. I said 3. Wow. 3 million viewers for SmackDown. And that segment, Bloodline. There is no way. No way that you can say that this is not interesting to anybody <laughs> and that we should be over this. Not only did they have 3 million viewers, but according to uh uh you can take the source for what it's worth. According to Dave Meltzer, Dave Meltzer, yep. According to Dave Meltzer, um, and also uh, this gentleman Brandon Thurston on Twitter, um, very reliable. Source. They were <laughs> where we may be. Um, second quarter hour of last Friday SmackDown, which was in the middle of Rain Sakoa Uso segment, had no ads, averaged more than three million viewers, higher than any wrestling quarter hour in recent memory, and may also still being confirmed be the first time in history that a wrestling show came out number one overall for the day. Even back in the Attitude Era? Even back in Attitude. No. Yep. Yep. There was... It, there was Monday Night Raw was not number one for the entire day during the Attitude Era? It, well, first of all, there was there was also you know Monday Night Football and other other things going on. Mondays... You know, oh, shit. I never thought about uh, that. You know, it's, it, regardless of, of how... And Nitro. Forget about that too. And there's Nitro too. So you know <laughs> that might have been split off as far as viewership. I'm just saying, you know, there might have been a, a Monday Night War going on. But uh, yeah, this was it's so far right now the most watched wrestling episode in the history of wrestling. That is that is insane. If you think back, it's an insane fact to have to ponder on. I'm pondering right now, and I can't I think of anything. Yeah, that's fucking wild in history now the more important question is SummerSlam are we gonna get we're getting Jay versus Roman right sounds like it okay what do you how how do you expect that going I expect it going as uh any big storyline that you know who the winner is going to be ends up going. I feel Jey Uso is going to be pretty dominant and uh, Roman Reigns is going to do his thing and retain. Yep. It's just like Cody. It's just like Sammy. <laughs> yes. And I am here for it. Backlash 2028. <laughs> <laughs> I have Cody in 2024, but I... I... <laughs> <laughs> Use a fucking parlay, a yeah. player performance double. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Mark me down for Cody twenty twenty four plus nineteen hundred. Plus nineteen hundred. <laughs> I will take that bet. Uh, take all my money. Uh, yeah, this it's it's that's quite a quite a statement. So which which all goes to say, all the comments that we get on Twitter that I I go through, all the things that I I hear from friends, the bloodline needs to end. Blah blah blah. No, sorry, you you might be in the very small minority of people that think that because. 
WWE sees numbers like the biggest episode that they've ever had in history, and you think they're going to end this <laughs> anytime soon? Uh, you've not been watching wrestling for a- any good amount of time. It's not. We happening. are just. We have just entered into phase three of the Roman saga. Yes, it might be the final. And phase, Lord only knows but... how many phases that we're going to get. Can <laughs> continue going and going and going. Yeah. Phase one was establishing his dominance as a singles competitor. Albeit alone in front of nobody. Alone. Alone as a singles competitor. Correct. With Paul Heyman. Yes. Phase two was the entire bloodline saga. Mm -hmm. From the beginning of the bloodline to the end of the bloodline. Phase three now is to him try to hold on to it and keep that dominant streak and then just beating everybody down. I'll tell you this, if it doesn't happen in, in WrestleMania in Philly, Backlash 2028 is a very real possibility. <laughs> we we laughed. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Like, we're sitting here in five years, <laughs> and we have... You you, you laugh now? So it's going to be the final episode. <laughs> sitting here in five years with the number one wrestling uh, podcast on uh, on uh, 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 iHeartRadio and uh, <laughs> monetizing this. I could have said SiriusXM. It would have been a, li- a little better, but I get it. Thank you, Steven. Um, yeah. By the way, <laughs> I guess they're not going to listen to this episode since they're, they're, they're boycotting us. No, they will. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they're boycotting us because we need to monetize this. I've been wanting to do that forever, and we need to look into that immediately. Uh, we could do this live on the show. Steven said he'll take over the Twitter feed. Perfect. <laughs> all right. There you it. go. It's yours, bud. I've had it done. I've had it, dude. It's all good. Welcome. Um, you now get 15% of the sense. <laughs> 15% of nothing is nothing. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so wrestling, right? Wrestling. Anyway. So, yes. So, yeah. That, that This bloodline thing. Get ready. Better hold on for, as as Joe just put it, phase three. It's like the MCU. It's just going to keep going yep. in phases. <laughs> and Roman Reigns is still going to be on the top of each phase. So it doesn't matter what where we well, go. Well, think about this. Uh, the, the uh, damn, what was the title of it? It was a, uh, Captain America Civil War. Mm-hmm. That was right at the end of phase two. Yes. Right before the start of phase three. And then phase three ended with the Infinity Saga. Well, you get it. The Infinity Wars and then more saga, yes. you understand it. Mm-hmm. But we're still going on with Marvel movies. So we got to get that Infinity Saga all nice and buttoned up. Come Backlash 2028. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, we can get into, you know, fucking Captain Marvel. Oh, no, she was in that. Fuck. What came after that? <sighs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Volume 3. Yeah, which I have not seen yet. But... But, Me either, actually, now that I think about it. Great fucking soundtrack, though. Absolutely impeccable soundtrack. Guardians of the Galaxy. I was going to say Blue Beetle originally when I thought of this statement, and then I realized that he's DC. Ant-Man. Nice tra- trailer, by the way, for a new movie. Which one? Blue Beetle. Yeah, 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 I like how they're like. He looks like he's physically in pain, and I like that. Mm. From Blue Beetle, I should say. Okay. <laughs> From Blue Beetle. Nerd talk. I love it. Yeah, I didn't think I'd get into Blue Beetle, but uh, hey, listen, we're all nerds here, aren't we? Yeah, wrestling. 
Uh, so <laughs> with SmackDown, speaking of, of any, if there's anything else that we uh, on that episode, uh, I will give uh, props to um, the Austin Theory Sheamus thing was whatever AJ Styles carrying cross that is just going nowhere. But I will give credit the fact, to the fact. Hang on, the fact that we got no LA night, yeah, well, oh. on this SmackDown at all was very unsettling to me. Technically, we did pre SmackDown. It don't count. Yeah, I know, I know. So they had there yeah. was a video that AEW zero hour don't mean <laughs> shit. <laughs> WWE dark apparently happened, and uh, yeah, it yeah, it happened with uh, my favorite group, Hit Row. And I love me some Hit Row until, you know how over someone has to be because they had the, their segment on before SmackDown with LA Knight. And they had WWE put on social medias that video of him taking out, single-handedly taking out Hit Row, getting on the mic, popping the crowd hard, and then leaving in all of, uh, like, two, three minutes. Um, he, the pop, that pop that he gets is just so unbelievable. It really is just insane how quickly it happens. Six months. I, I I love seeing shit and being like part of it and and seeing like the, the the beginning of something like that. But God, it was just like it just happened. <laughs> like I we I feel the same way. I like being a part of history. Yeah, and this is this is going to be a huge thing because eventually he's going to be champion. Hopefully, world champion at some point. And hopefully, it's the WWE. They've made mistakes before. They almost did with him. They almost they almost put him as a fucking manager. Well, that was because they thought he was too old. <laughs> well. You don't know what you got <laughs> until you have. Which to. is funny because Mr. Money in the Bank and the person who everyone thought was going to win Money in the Bank are both over 40 years old. This is true. <laughs> this is very true. I, I love that we can we we have certain ageism in certain areas, but others is OK. Like, you know what? It's fine. We have Edge versus Grayson Waller because, you know, he can put him over. You can have a, a banger match like that on SmackDown, which other than than the bloodline. The, those other two matches I just mentioned were nothing, and my my point was going to be that Edge and Grayson Waller was was absolutely insane, and I want to retract my previous statement from last week as far as Austin Theory and Grayson Waller being kind of cut from the same cloth here. No, uh, right now Grayson Waller is has shown better uh, than Austin Theory currently. Um, it, that could change. I'm going off of one match, but his first match. I was just about to say, you've seen one match from him on the main on roster. the main roster, but I've seen I've seen many matches with him in NXT. I mean, no, it's that's fine if, if he can transition in into the main roster and be something big. Fine, but as of right now, I I thoroughly enjoyed that match with Edge. I'm I'm glad Edge at least got on the mic and said and said you swam to put him over even further. Um, but I think Grayson Waller is going to be big for for SmackDown. Yeah, he's going to be an incredible heel. It's going to be great. Yeah. And I love how they're they're trying to be they're trying to build be, the lead up to the match with Edge and Grace Waller from a commentary standpoint was like, "Oh, and by the way, they both have talk shows on the WWE." <laughs> You could see a lot of Grayson Waller, or it might have been Wade Barrett. So you could see a lot of Grayson Waller in age. Oh, Jesus. Was that good or bad? That was awful. Bad? That was supposed to be Wade Barrett? It was supposed to be. Got it. All right. Why? Who did it sound like? Um, it sounded like you were like in the movie Oliver, like you were waiting for more porridge. I, I don't know. Oh. In it? Some more porridge, please. In it? <laughs> in it? In it? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh god so yeah so all, all that to say uh that the tribal court with roman reigns putting on the the pepper lay what do you even call that thing <laughs> what, what is the the tribal chief lay that he always wears that he he ceremoniously gave to uh to jay before he crotch chopped him and then everything went to shit for uh for the usos i don't know what it the technical term is but it looks like a lay mm-hmm I'm assuming it's a lay. I should put that out. It looks like a bunch of the little Italian peppers yes. that fight off the Malukia, if you yes, know what I'm saying. I do know what you're saying. On the All website, right. by the way, they just call it a necklace. <laughs> they don't call it anything in particular. But there has to be a name for that. Um, oh, just say ceremonial garb or some bullshit like that. <sighs> it's got to be a name for it. Nobody's going to know. Got to be a name. Uh, Solo picking that up, by the way. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, this is why it's so good. You, t- you have the little moments where you're telling story like that and just pick up the, the, the necklace lay <laughs> and hand it over to Roman in, in his moment of hesitation. And Roman has his hand out for him to give it to him. He doesn't give it to him until, you know, Jay comes and knocks him out or Jimmy comes out and knocks him out. Um, And then and then Solo finally getting his, uh, his splash onto the table. Uh, Pfft. Just insane. The whole thing was just. At least he broke the table this time. At least he broke the table. At least it gave away. Um, and then boy, anytime, especially after Money in the Bank, anytime I see uh, someone start flying and then the thing under them doesn't budge, I go, oh, that one, that one stung. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. God, oh, it's just. I would keep on just replaying Logan Paul crashing into freaking Damian Priest on the on the ladder, and it just not budging at all, and yeah. he just oh, yep. and then all the fucking wind knocked at him and shit. Just like the ah. uh, if you go onto um if you go onto Zelina Vega's uh uh, uh Twitter, she uh oof, she uh, has that that spot that she just on, on a repeated loop of her doing that spot with um. Uh, Zoe Starks and it, from different angles <laughs> you just see her, and Zoe gets smacked at, as hard as she possibly can about five different ways <laughs> and it's glorious just say smack head into the into ladder rung fall off oh it's, it's from the top <laughs> boom from the left from the right the the the, the non giveaway tables and ladders are just so painful looking I, I said that shout out to British Steel in this one particular instance can't imagine if not the only possible place I could feasibly see that that ladder coming from is Pittsburgh. <laughs> okay, because the uh, I mean they didn't they just don't make iron like they do in they they don't make steel like steel. they do in the no, in the Berg. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. In the four one two. The four one two. That's their area code. That's four, what they call it. Four twelve. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Uh, so close. <laughs> god just eight numbers off yeah really so cool where, where is four four two zero i want to know where that is where i don't in- know colorado <laughs> <laughs> colorado my my top guess is going to be colorado washington or california that is there is no area code four two zero in the u.s that makes sense there's a country code four two zero and that's the czech republic Oh, interesting. There you go. Smoke them if you got them. Shout out to the checks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the checks. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> They're big listeners to us. Uh, ending SmackDown with Jay uh, going absolutely nuts and setting up uh, the match with uh, Roman with belt in hand, no less. 
uh, and yet, yeah, you know, Paul Heyman has the other two belts. I still want to know what those other two belts represent. Like, it, it, they didn't take it away from us, so apparently I can, I can still Ooh. hold on to them. I'm very glad you brought that up. Oh, sure. Um, That's what I do. Two weeks ago on SmackDown, I believe, mm-hmm. Paul Heyman had both the belts on him. Mm-hmm. And very eagle-eyed IWC members spotted that the WWE championship that he was actually holding mm-hmm. actually still had or has um at the time it had Brock Lesnar's side plates on it. Yes, yes. And then he was like kind of purposely showing a little bit of it to see that it's not Roman Reigns in certain shots. And then other shots he would take Cover when it. he had Roman's belt, he put it over the other belt to hide the side plates. I wonder if he didn't have his belt that day and someone had like an old Brock Lesnar belt. <laughs> it was like, take this out there and, and, and make sure to cover it. Hey, buddy, no side plates is better. Well, I mean, no if, side plates is better than having Brock Lesnar's side plates. Oh, absolutely, on. absolutely. I'm sure. So, yeah, I'm sure someone had a, a mini screwdriver back backstage and just like take these off. They do it all the time. And if not, you grab one of these things. You hear this, and then you just got a fucking. Those things are tiny. Or, or you go to your merch stand before everybody walks in and say, "Listen, give me that belt that's over there," and then you put it back on the shelf and say, "Listen, this was uh, game used." Yeah, you go into the sauna first. You really fucking get at that leather. So it doesn't look brand fucking new. Yeah, there you go. It's got to have some sort of give. It's all stiff when you first get it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's not too hard. Nah. Put a little fucking thought into it. Mm. Mr. Good. Entertainment. Uh, speaking of Logan Paul. Yeah, you said you said Logan Paul before. Um, yes. Do you know that you can die from his uh, prime? I don't know if you could die, but it's it's a uh, yeah. Elaborate on how you can die from drinking an energy. FDA drink. asked to investigate Logan Paul's energy drink Prime, which has the uh-huh. caffeine of six Coke cans. Uh huh. Senator Chuck Schumer, Coca Cola, Coca Cola, six of them. Yes. Okay. You can't just willy. You can't just talk about people dying from drinking something that says has six cans of Coke. You got to be a little more elaborate on it. People are ret- stupid. <laughs> people are. <laughs> we started in stupid, sure, I'll say it. Senator Charles Schumer called on the <laughs> FDA to investigate the beverage brand founded by YouTube stars Logan Paul and KSI that has become something of an obsession among the influencers' legions of young fi- uh, fl- followers. Advertising itself as zero sugar and vegan, the neon colored cans are among a growing number of energy drinks which, with elevated levels of caffeine. In Prime's case, 200 milligrams per 12 ounces. <laughs> Oh my God. Equivalent to about half a dozen Coke cans or nearly two Red Bulls. As Joe shows me a prime hydration drink, a pink one. You see that? It clearly says prime hydration drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. What does that mean? Okay. They, they all hydrate. It means that the cans of prime energy <sighs> very clearly state on it. Uh-huh. And I'll go downstairs in my fridge and get one. Okay. It very clearly says on it. Must be 18 years or older to consume. Mm-hmm. This contains 200 milligrams of caffeine or you, whatever the fuck it is. And it's better because you're 18 and over? Well, that's just what they... That, it's with energy. any energy drink. They say you have to be 18. Not 200 milligrams. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. 
It's a wrestling show. I have the to the high content prompted bans from some schools in the United Kingdom and Australia, with some some pediatricians warning of possible health impacts on young children, such as heart problems, anxiety, and digestive issues. Also, I for, agree. Young also, people should not be drinking energy yes, drinks, and also for adults as well. Heart palpitations. Oh, I didn't. I didn't see that. <laughs> I didn't. Say, I know that wasn't said. I'm saying that. <laughs> I just. Oh, I'm all right. Say, see, I'm you're saying. fucking me up, man. No, 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 no. Don't drink, don't drink like five of them a day, right? That's all I'm saying. No, bro. I, I listen. I will be the first one to say, I'll have an. I'm wired right now, not from the prime. I had a Celsius yeah, before this, and it was you are ripped. You had, yeah, you, you had a what? I went to the gym earlier. Wait, wait, you had a what? I had a Celsius, a little packet. So you had a Celsius, and you're drinking a prime. No, I didn't drink prime. But you just had a bottle of it. No, that was in my garbage. It was from yesterday. Oh, from yesterday. <laughs> Yeah. Previous day caffeine. By the way, take. it's also there's no caffeine in this bottle of prime hydration. This is just a hydration beverage. Okay. If I were to drink a Celsius, this is not too far. I wouldn't drink this after because that's way too much sweet for me. Between this bottle of prime and that Celsius, that, that fucking sweet meters off the charts, even though it's only like five grams of fucking sugar between the two things. All the fake sugars where it's at. Mm. <laughs> well, not like that. But yeah. you get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although a nice, yeah. a cold DC on a on a Saturday afternoon hits real nice sometimes. I remember that. But <laughs> I remember that Sunday. It very clearly, uh, it, it, it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just thinking that people should you know read stuff. Maybe I'm just asking too much to be like, hey, maybe look at this before you buy it. Now, I bought it because, yeah, it's Logan and KSI's drink. I wanted to try it. And mm. I tried it for the first time, and I go, wow. I'm seeing, I am ripped right now. I'll I'm fucking do anything. Through, I'm seeing through walls. <laughs> I can see the future. All um, right? But also, I'm not going to have one and not, like, go to work out or go, like, do a physical activity. I was going to say, don't, don't have it and then just sit there. <laughs> like, do yeah, some. no. Don't have a prime energy drink to just, like, stay awake. Right. Right. Definitely not the best because that shit will last. Yeah. 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 Do Coke. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Perfect. Perfect segue into, I don't know, I even know where to segue from that. Um, I'll segue. Joey Janela claims that there is no cocaine in the GCW locker room. I read that article right before we, <laughs> right before we got on. It was the first <laughs> headline that popped in my head. <laughs> you know what that means? Joey- there is definitely cocaine in the GCW <laughs> locker room. If Joey Janela is saying it, that douche, yes. <laughs> There's definitely cocaine, and he's probably the one bringing it in. That's all I'm saying. Um, other news. Uh, I found this interesting. I didn't even think about this until this story came out. And uh, Edge was on SmackDown, as we previously mentioned, uh, on the Grayson Waller effect. And first of all, I again shout out to Grayson Waller and him with that with the show saying that he was about to retire and kind of just say announcing it for Edge. I thought it was very funny, but Edge it, during that promo went on to talk about his debut in the Garden, and he talked about coming down from uh, that the section he pointed over to the section coming down those stairs, and that he teamed up with Sable. You know? I knew something was off about that. So here, because <laughs> I'm like, hang on a sec. Wasn't I was like, didn't he have someone with him when he debuted? And that was Sable. 
He took on uh, Mark Merrow. Uh, I mean, let me get to the story. Uh, I'll I'll mention him in a second. So the the title of this article from Ringside News: Superstars are banned from mentioning Sable. Huh? What did she do? WWE has a few. I'll co- tell you what she did. She's the mother of Brock Lesnar's children. <laughs> well, that that deems her getting banned. No. Uh, well, you're saying like. Let me say okay. I, I apologize. Just, keep going. No, no, it's all good. Let me just finish this and we'll we'll discuss it. WWE has few controversial superstars in the company's history, and they aren't allowed to mention a few of them for different reasons. It seems that Brock Lesnar's wife, Sable, is among that list of people who cannot be mentioned. During the latest episode of WWE Friday Night SmackDown, Edge took the opportunity to address the fans in Madison Square Garden, reflecting on his remarkable 25-year journey with the company in a surprising moment. He referenced his debut as Sable's mystery partner in 1998, highlighting his humble beginnings. The mention of Sable in Edge's promo was unexpected, as her name has not been referenced in a WWE show for decades. There is a reason why her name hasn't been spoken uh, spoken to, spoken of. Despite being one of the biggest names from the Attitude Era, Sable has not returned for any reunion shows and has not been inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, according to a former WWE uh, star, there seems to be a ban on mentioning Sable's name. During a virtual signing, Tori Wilson revealed that she was specifically instruction, instructed not to mention Sable during her Hall of Fame speech. Wilson humorously remarked that one would have to go to Timbuktu in Minnesota to find her, and she has been completely distanced from professional wrestling. Wilson added that mentioning Sable's name was prohibited, even though they had shared storylines together on SmackDown in 2003, and oof, I added the oof, appeared on the cover of Playboy. Sable's tenure with the company ended in 2004, and since then she has chosen to live a private life alongside her husband, Brock Lesnar. Sable's ex-husband, Mark Merrow, seems to have come to terms with how things turned out, and now, uh, turned out now, but there was a very tricky time in WWE for both of them. Uh, she's not in WWE Hall of Fame either, as I already mentioned, and it's not likely she will be inducted. Only time will tell if things ever change. Listen, we, we saw, to that to that part, I will say we saw Bruno San Martino well beyond his time uh, at WWE get inducted, uh, and that was well too too overdue. Thank you, Triple H. But you know, thankfully, not posthumously. Thank, thankfully, happened before he he passed away, like soon after. Um, yeah. But this warrior too warrior Same situation. Well, yeah, never say never. To that end, though, that's all all well and good. No mention as to why Sable is not supposed to be talked about, but here we are. Is this go back to the whole Google thing that, that I know that they were all worried about? What's that? I remember at one point that I don't know where the fuck I heard it, but it was like WWE can't mention certain people because if kids were to go and Google that person, it would take them right to something bad. China, for example, hmm. is the best thing. That's why they don't mention China anymore because when you type in China into Google, <laughs> Some raunchy shit comes up. <laughs> and that's why they're they're steering away. I remember them doing that for a while. I figured it was... I don't know. I don't even know what I fucking figured. I should have known that they aren't mentioning Sable on television. Probably because she is very naked in a lot of the pictures that you see of her. So, let me Google China here. So, okay. So, Lita comes up. People also search for Lita. Trish Stratus. Black China. Vince McMahon. That Mo- makes sense also. Movies, I get that. Movies. 2007. Cougar Club. 2007. Illegal Aliens. 
That's what. <laughs> 2000. I didn't, I didn't know about that one. 2012 Avengers Triple X. <laughs> she Hulk. I, I, I gotta see. I gotta see the. Uh, see the image of this <laughs> on this cover. It, oh one. I've never seen it, but one thousand percent, she probably plays She Hulk, and she, she is probably green. You know what? No way. No fucking way. <laughs> way to pull. Way to pull that one, dude. Way to pull that. Literally on the cover is every is the, the world's worst, photo, <laughs> the world's worst Photoshop job, and right next to, right below Spider Man, next to Thor, I know it's gonna be hard to see on the screen here, as as it adjusts, there is China right there in the She Hulk. Oh my god! <laughs> no way, dude. Way to pull. I mean, that is probably the obvious choice, but way to pull that. That was good. Oh my god. <laughs> Honestly, I was shooting in the dark when I said she probably is green. <laughs> she was She-Hulk in Avengers Triple X. Go rent it oh today. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where the hell? Where in the absolute fuck do we go from here? <laughs> what part of... Uh, Thank you guys for listening to yeah. the Sunday Slams. <laughs> we'll be back in episode whatever in 2028 when uh, Roman Reigns breaks the record. See, see you later. <laughs> Uh, let's, let's stick with, let's stick with WWE here for a second. Um, uh, apparently the, uh, the main event for Raw, which saw a six man tag, including the uh, Judgment Day, who I heard on, uh, on line yesterday, Raw's equivalent of the Bloodline as far as, as far as main story goes. Yes. Right now. Just right now. Okay. I, I, I tend to agree with that. Not even right now. Kind of like the past month. Yeah, yeah, in the last like the past month or two. Yeah, absolutely. Um, apparently for that match there was a backstage situation. Um, it was it was reported that there was a backstage argument during Raw. Things did not get physical at all. Everything seems to be okay now. The encounter showcased the Judgment Day taking on Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins. Sources have highlighted a disagreement arising from the execution of certain moves in the match, with some describing them as quote-unquote clunky two sources attributed the issues to last-minute alterations made to various aspects of the match which they believed disrupted the overall flow and coordination however one source opted not to disclose the identity of the talent involved in order to prevent online controversies from arising the quote was a wwe source who contacted pwinsider.com shortly after we broke the news of the raw argument that took place following the main event stated it was simply a difference of opinion that ended up exacerbated by last-minute changes made to the main event plans. The same source stated that almost to the second ring entrances were happening, there was a reworking of plans, and when things didn't go smoothly in the ring, it exacerbated the issues. They felt that the changes may have led to the domino effect of things not being as smooth as it would have been otherwise inside the ring. The source we spoke to was absolutely playing down the significance of the argument, stating their belief was this wasn't going to be an issue that continued to cause strife. Last second changes always a good thing who was it <laughs> who was it who was the superstar who was i'm it? asking you who uh, do you think who do was? i think it was um i'm gonna i'm gonna leave out priest because he's too he's still too new in the game uh for for the the main roster i'm gonna say it was someone on the the face side wait but you're saying you said that person who was arguing was saying that the move was going to be too clunky because this up, all happened before the match correct that, no no this ha- he's saying that the match ended up being clunky 
because of because the of argument. these these change no because of these changes that happened right before the match started and then the arguments happened backstage After. yes with okay. no physicality happening but there was a lot of yelling going on I'm going to say it was Finn Balor mm-hmm. <laughs> who got into the argument with the wrench in the kitchen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're playing clue. It was Finn Balor uh-huh. coup de grace off the roof. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to say it was Finn Balor and he was just trying to defend Dom because Dom was the one that was delivering the moves clunky. Mm. Okay. Because Dom is the type of person to know his place, but also say something to someone higher up close to him. And that person will go and defend Dom. Condom. Condom. Dirty Don Com. Con- Can dirty you imagine? Con- dirty Condom. Bro, <laughs> dirty Condom. They should combine both. <laughs> <laughs> That's just gross. <laughs> it's a dirty Condom. That's just disgusting. Um, uh, no, they, they at one point we could have had some them calling Dom condom, mm-hmm. and also Sheamus and Drew McIntyre being referred to as the Banger Bros. <laughs> the banger Bros. <laughs> you know how great that would have been for the internet. In an alternate, no. in an alternate universe, they both are condom. In a world, you know, in a world where one man is called Condom and the others are Bang Bros, She Hulk and Avengers Triple X. <laughs> Yeah, that's ah, fuck. <laughs> as he pulls a titty muscle. Look at you. Yep. So what happens when you go to the gym and you record after. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, it looks like he's having like a heart attack. I'm, I'm worried for you, dude. Like, this is this is bad. Like you're holding your chest right in your heart. And no, it's under. It's right here. Okay, It's still close enough. <laughs> it's still... Not, my heart's over here. It's still close. You know, it's more to the side down, fool. <laughs> my no, heart. Yes, no, it it's is. not. Yes, it is. Your heart is over here. No, it's not. Okay, it's not. <laughs> it's not. I have a nurse in my family. All right. Anyway, all right. Oh, yeah, <laughs> dude, my tit is fucking. My tit's on fire. <laughs> There's your title. Uh, oh, <laughs> I wish. I don't know if we could use that. Why my tit's on fire. Uh, let's see here. Speaking of raw, uh, my hole. That's, that, that's our equivalent. <laughs> boom, 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 my hole. Uh, really quickly, yeah, Finn Balor coming out uh, in the beginning of Raw, uh, saying his piece. I, I love that Rhea Re- Ripley like pushed the microphone down. I do also like, by the way, the the new shirts, <laughs> the new Judgment Day shirts with the uh, the caricatures on them. I thought that was that's cute. Uh, I do enjoy the Judgment Day's merch. They, yeah, it's good merch. They they all have yeah. good merch. Um, uh, and Rhea Ripley having like this the spinoff of all the Judgment Day merches. With her mommy. Rhea Ripley had the greatest getup when her, she was traveling around London in it. In it. Her shirts are selling very well. Let me just say that. Her, her mommy shirts are selling very, very well, especially with uh, the women, the female fans. I'm about of, to buy one. The female fans of WWE and Joe, apparently. Um, yeah. Uh, How funny would it be to see me? <laughs> me. Period. period. <laughs> well, yeah, period also. Period. But how funny would it be to see me walking around the streets of New York City in a t-shirt that says... I'm your mom. <laughs> really, we. I love tangents. Really quickly, yesterday. Do you imagine that up in Washington Heights, bro? I would fucking kill. That would be great. It'd be absolutely great. <laughs> I will say, yesterday hosting trivia uh, in the Bronx, there's a family that comes, uh, mother, father, and two daughters, and they 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 come every week, and the father is an older guy. They they both of them, the younger daughter and the father, are on the nerdy side. 
And you know, we always talk about uh, Comic-Con and movies that are coming out and blah, blah, blah. He likes to make shirts and things for the family to wear. The family is too embarrassed to wear. I, as a running gag for for trivia at Brewski's, uh, Lisa will will DJ and she plays ABBA. And I'm like, I'll oh, turn this shit off. Please remind me about ABBA when you finish this story. So... Uh, as a running joke, oh, it has now been like, over a year, and I'm constantly like, "I'll turn this crap off." Abba sucks, blah blah blah. I, I have nothing against Abba. I, I I do it as like a as a uh, uh, kayfabe. So this father, well, I'm about to break that kayfabe. This father went out of his way to make a shirt. Whoa! I'm trying to see if I have it. Hold on. Oh, I was gonna say, what the hell are you doing? I'm trying to, I'm trying to find. Hold on. Please hold. Please hold for a word from our sponsors. And now, better help, everybody. No. <laughs> Here it is. This is the shirt that he gave me. Here's the shirt. That's hilarious. So it's an ABBA shirt with the with the the crew on the shirt and with the ABBA crew on the shirt. And I wore it for all of trivia. I, I went into the bathroom. I changed my shirt. I put it on because I'm a good sport. Don't throw. Ugh, fuck. What? 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 Just, I need you to point out who is the lead singer of ABBA. Abba, as I refer to them. Are you going to are you going to refer to the Hitler movement that that was? Oh yes, I was. I'm yes. so happy you fucking said about that. Go on. By the it way, was, it, was it the... is called the Liebensborn. The, the, okay, it was the brunette. By the way, it was it was this one here. No, this one here. Yeah, this. Yeah. I forgot. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the names, but it was her. I don't believe that because I was so, talking, yeah, was I was called, talking about it last it night. The... the only reason why I know because I was talking about it last night during trivia. Go ahead. Yeah, it's called the uh, Liebensborn. And they were referred to as Nazi nurseries. And they were, uh, <laughs> it was a program that the Nazis ran to create the perfect human. Blonde hair, blue eyes, the such. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the lead singer of ABBA was one of them, actually. Yeah. Randomly, a freaking video came across my Instagram where it was just someone randomly listening to ABBA. And then it's me. You know that she was a part of a Nazi breeding program. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> what? What? Yeah, yeah. I just want to listen to Dancing Queen. Oh, that's not it. Oh, that's that's not it. Oh, that's not it. Damn it. That would have been better. I didn't want to read. Come on, I didn't Mama Mia. Which one are you gonna put on? Do you know what Alba stands for? What? Do you know what ABBA means? I had this question for trivia also. And then we're going back to wrestling because we're on a super tangent here. Always blonde and brunette Aryans. <laughs> that's, that's it. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm two for two, man. <laughs> no, it's what is this it's the first letters of their initials, of their names. Oh, that's not as, right. not as that's, funny. That is pretty cute. <laughs> that's not as funny as that's that's nice though. I like that's that. the Aryans. <laughs> take a chance on. I tried to think Aryans. of something. I tried to think of something that started with A. Give we me, were just give talking me, about Nazis, so Aryans is a freaking. <sighs> give me, give me, give me Aryans after midnight. So right. here, here is what's going to show my age. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> I, growing up, this is a true story. Those songs that we just referred to, mm -hmm. Take a Chance on Me, mm -hmm. Mama Mia, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Dancing Queen, that was the other one. Sure. I first heard those songs 
from a Swedish pop group called the Eighteens, <laughs> and they were billed uh-huh. as supposedly the children of ABBA. Uh, lies and deceits. They worked <laughs> you good. <laughs> they worked me so good. Was there not you a know, lawsuit for that? Like, These fucking <laughs> songs are great. I'll I'll show my age even more. Do you remember uh, hit clips? Sure. I had an 18s hit clip of Take a Chance on Me. Okay? <laughs> that's how old I am. Uh-huh. <laughs> how does I'm it... sorry. I'm sorry for you. Yeah, that's thanks. how young I am. Thank you, douche. <laughs> how was how there not a lawsuit saying that you're my kids and here's my music that you're using? Oh, there probably was. Okay. I'm assuming there was. But Abba, Abba. I then later on <laughs> Abba kids. Found, found Abba and I'm like, oh, shit. And then I learned about the whole thing. Mm. Like once I started asking questions as a kid, I go, hang on. This is supposed to be a song from nowadays, but I'm listening to it on Q1043 with my dad. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Let me rephrase that. It wasn't 1043. Mm. It was 101.1. Jack FM at the time. Oh, Jack FM. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Jack FM at the time. And I'm like, oh, shit. Awful. This this is the song from the 18s. I was like, no, that's, that's ABBA. And I'm like. Jack oh. Jack FM was like around for a year because they took over for uh, after CD 101. There was like a jazz station that went away. Yeah. Jack FM came around. They did shit. And then uh, and then it still just stayed like <laughs> CBS FM. oldies. CBS, CBS FM took over. Yeah. But it's been oldies this whole time. Yeah. CBS FM. There you go. Anyway, wrestling. So uh, I want I like if I if I'm riding around and I'm still listening to radio because for some reason my like phone is dead and I don't have a charger or something. <laughs> that's the only reason I'd be listening to terrestrial radio. Go anymore. fuck you. Listen, first of all, with all due respect, go fuck yourself. Second of all, with all due respect, go fuck yourself. I love, I love how you could just say <laughs> the most insulting thing ever. But I said, with but all, as long as you say, I said with all due respect. With all due respect, I said with all due respect, go fuck yourself. It was like, wasn't it, uh, wasn't it, uh, Talladega Nights where he goes, now nah, I mean this with all due respect. I said with all due respect. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I said with all due respect. <laughs> that means that I'm respecting you. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I was high on peyote when I said that. <laughs> uh, so Finn Balor was in the ring <laughs> <laughs> saying his shit. Jesus Christ. Good Lord. Let's get back on track here. So <laughs> Finn Balor was saying all his shit. Rhea Ripley comes in the ring, uh, pushes, pushes the microphone down. Uh, they have their their moment. Um, you know, uh, I love the Seth Rollins. He left. Seth Rollins comes <laughs> outside out there with a a thing of wings because they're of course they're in Buffalo, and uh, he's spitting chunks of chicken coming out of his mouth. It was absolutely gross. Uh, I shit you not. I funny. had no idea they were in Buffalo until he came out with the wings. Say again. Oh, that's, oh yeah. I had zero idea about that. Mm-hmm. Did not even realize that they were in Buffalo, and then he comes out with buffalo wings. I go. Wait a minute. Are they in Buffalo? <laughs> what other place do you fucking walk out with? Unless the <laughs> unless the show is taking place inside of a Buffalo Wild Wings, <laughs> there's no reason to walk out of the stage with wings. Right. This is true. Ever. Maybe that's a shtick. Maybe that's a new shtick. Like, just come out with food. Like, different food each week. The day he goes to Philly, comes out with a fucking really? cheesesteak. <laughs> cheesesteak. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Sorry, I just had to pick my whiz wit out of my teeth. <laughs> you know how o- place pop- God, you know how over someone would be if they came out from the back with food from wh- whatever town they were in, and they were like in Kansas City, and they just had barbecue all over the face. So like, yeah, my God, ribs, yes. 
Like <laughs> whatever food is is famous for that area, just come out with that, and then you'd be so over with the crowd. Uh, there's there's yeah. your there's your next character. You're welcome. They're um, in Baltimore, and they they come out with fucking Jimmy's crab cakes. Yeah, I was getting crab cakes and crab fries, and just <laughs> just pouring it out. God, we're just brilliant geniuses. Uh, let's see here: Drew McIntyre and uh, defeating Imperium. Oh, that I think we're on like a streak of of uh, possibly uh, teasing breakups with groups here, apparently, because we got the Usos, we got Judgment Day, and now we have Imperium uh, teasing that they might break up after uh, Giovanni Vinci gets uh, gets the pin. I um, think Samantha <laughs> Irvin is one of the greatest ring announcers in the in recent memory. I will have to agree with that. Lillian Garcia before her. Tony Chimmel, I believe, was the guy that did the rated R superstar. He was. Kimmel. Chimmel. Thank God. Chimmel. Kimmel. Chimmel. Kimmel's the guy on late night. All right? Tony Chimmel. Tony Chimmel. But the way, honest, you want to know what my favorite. It's still, I still have Fink. Samantha Irvin. What? I think number one. He will always be number one. Well, yeah, Fink. And then. Mean Gene. Bring it out. I mean, Gene was more backstage. Yes. Sorry. He was more backstage. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Fink number one. Just mm. I, one of these days, I will get down a Fink impersonation. I will try to do it, but it is one of the hardest I've ever tried to do in my life. The following contest, the schedule for yeah, it's, it's yeah, but you got to be more raspy. The following contest is good. I, I can't. no, now you're going deeper. That see, that's what I'm saying. Uh, you can't go deeper without get like you can't go raspier without getting deeper. The following contest. <laughs> the following contest is scheduled for one fall. Oh, okay. That's, that's, not, that's, bad. that's not bad. Not bad. See what, but you see what I'm saying? You yeah. got to go raspier. Right, right. But you can't go you deeper. You can't go deeper. It's just, it's just stay raspy, so raspy even. Got it. Okay. <laughs> you know who has a really good Fink impersonation? Mm-hmm. Nobody would ever think of? Luke Gallows. Really? You could close your eyes and hear a Luke Gallows impersonation and think that the Fink was still with us. I wouldn't know because I never see them on TV. So, well, funny thing enough, they don't do it on TV. So, well, even if they did, so <laughs> just get them on TV. Lot, jeez. The whole yeah, Samantha Irvin, real quick. Yes, yeah, my Irvin. favorite one that she does is Chelsea Green. Okay. Have oh, you heard uh, that one? Yes, I have. have you noticed it? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, she kind of goes like like uh, um, legally blonde. Chelsea, yeah, Chelsea Green. Yeah, yeah. She goes like yeah. She goes legally blonde on that. Yes, I love it. Yeah, I love that she has like her own thing that she like Triple H was like, yeah, do what you want to do with this these characters and Ludwig guys. Like it's just it's so good. She she's very good. I don't like that she has to. I don't want Gunther to be known as the ring general while also being Intercontinental Champion. Like I don't want him introduced as that because that's just too much for her to say. <laughs> That's a lot of words. <laughs> Being accompanied to the ring by the intercontinental champion, the ring general, Gunter. Mm. It's a lot to come out. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you're concerned for her. I'm sure she's doing all right. But, yeah. Yeah, she's doing she's, pretty well. She's doing pretty well. I do want to talk about one segment on Raw. Speaking of Samantha. Irvin. Well, let's get to it. Uh, I'm just going through the lineup of Raw here. Uh, okay. Um Judgment Day getting uh, uh, beat up by uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, the whole segment with Logan Paul and, and Ricochet. That That's it? what I want to That's it, about. yes. Speaking of Samantha Irvin, yes, go on. That, what was the point of that? 
There was none. Who was that supposed to benefit? Uh, I'm not really sure who. Like when they wrote the script for that, mm. who was it supposed to benefit? Because Ricochet comes out and he cuts a what two to three minute promo. Mm-hmm. Which is the most words, by the way. Put it baby facing and all that. Yes, which is by the way is the most I've ever heard him talk. But go on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then it just gets kind of clunky once Logan comes out. What do we all know Ricochet to do? Be, what do we all pop for with Ricochet? Be a being a flippity doodah guy. Exactly, a flippy guy. Flippy guy. He did probably one of the most impressive dives of all time. Which and stuck the landing, which he's done in the next team, and it yep. got nothing. Yeah, it got nothing, and then Logan came at him with a quick jab and practically knocked him out with it. Oh no, he didn't. He didn't touch him verbally. Okay. By the way, whenever I say jab, I tend to never talk about an actual punch. Gotcha. Because he did punch him. <laughs> he did go to punch him. That's that's why I was confused. He did go to punch him. That was later on. In the, that was later yes. on. Yes, and then he did but that reverse DDT off the, the apron ricochet. It completely yes. eviscerated Ricochet. It completely buried him. He did the flip, zero pop, and he goes, that was cool. You should put it on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That was a bury. Yeah. That was just, and then, honestly, Logan had one of the best saves for having his name being chanted. And if you don't really know the insides, I mean, granted, we really don't know the insides of the business. But if you know as like a very fringe person like we are, I would say mm-hmm. when he said, Logan, uh, when he said, you do all this and they're still chanting for me, I in my head go, oh, fuck, mm. that's not that was, good. That, was, that is the number one thing you want, whether it's good, whether it's bad, you want them chanting. Yes. That's why Cena was so big, because for as many Cena sucks fans as they were, there was Let's Go Cena. And Logan played into it perfectly. And they used his podcast as fodder. Yeah. I thought all of that, bringing the podcast into it was great. Mm -hmm. Because if they didn't put the podcast into it, it just looks like Logan was talking out of his ass behind the entire locker room. And that I don't really care for. Mm. I'm glad that they're bringing that in and using that as canon and then proceeding with it this way. But Ricochet needs to do fucking something if he wants to get over he needs, on it's, Logan. It's, it's the money. At this point, Logan is both getting over and going over. Because it's, it's in my head. I will constantly say this till the day I die. And I will watch wrestling forever in a day until the day I die. You are way more over. On the mic, then you are wrestling. That's it. Yes. It, it doesn't matter. L.A. Knight is way over now, not because of his skills in the ring, because he's way over on the mic. Logan Paul is over because he can now be a heel on the mic. Every single wrestler that has ever come out, as far as anybody, anybody popular, and even it, go back to uh, Daniel Bryan. John Cena had legitimately five moves. The, the most popular wrestlers of all time had three moves and i will name, yeah. i'll name them all right now hogan flair cena the rock, rock. austin yeah, uh 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 roman reigns has a couple more than <laughs> than five perfect example perfect example of your point right here mm. look at bret hart on paper bret hart should be the greatest professional wrestler of all time of all time all time yes but he's not <clears throat> because his promo work wasn't always there 
got better towards the end of his WWE run. Yes, it did. Him with the Heart Foundation, that is when it started to get better. Mm-hmm. But his promo work wasn't always there. And that's why Sean, in the analysis of history, mm-hmm. Sean is better than Brett mm-hmm. because of that fact. Yep. Because he could spit fire on the fucking mic. That's why right now, uh, uh, Brian Danielson is probably the best wrestler on the planet. Because he can do both. He can do both. Yeah. 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 You he get, can do both, too. He can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You but they won't let him get, get over. He, no, they will. They will now uh, get over on the mic. You you cut a promo. It, it's you're in. That's it. Uh, and Ricochet can't do that. And as you saw on Monday, you, Ricochet cannot even with a face uh, mic thing. And it, again, being the, being on the mic, the longest that I've heard him ever be on the mic for you conveyed that you are a face, which we already knew, and that you don't like Logan. I, I got nothing else. No, there was no excitement for that match that's coming up on SummerSlam. I'm still excited to see it because of the two of them ring-wise. Ricochet might be one of the best wrestlers on the planet. So I will, I will give him that. But you have absolutely nothing as far as any kind of fire going into this match because of his mic work. If anything, it was Logan, and Logan's going to carry this entire thing going into SummerSlam on the mic. On the mic. <laughs> and that's that's unfortunate. On the mic. In the ring, the, Ricochet's going to be carrying the whole fucking thing. Yeah. With Logan doing a good job of supplementing that too, but yeah, no Ricochet will lead that, but it's not it's not going well for him on the mic. And I, I've come to also learn that there are sometimes, not sometimes, a lot of times you can't teach that Enzo. Okay, <laughs> and you can't and you can't teach That's that. Just a blatant ripoff, I mean. <laughs> I only I bring him up because subconsciously I bring him up because I saw a there was a reel that was on Instagram uh, that had Enzo talking and then Miz. I don't know if you remember that promo. Enzo was like, uh, "I may have screwed up," and then Miz is like, "But you, you do that all the time. You're a yeah. huge screw up, and everybody backstage thinks the same thing. He just completely buried him in the ring." Anyway, um, mic work you can't teach. You can only say, "Listen." Say this and do it this way, but if you can't act <laughs> like you like you're really saying those words coming from you and not just because it was on paper by the the writers backstage, it 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 shows. And Ricochet, for his credit in the ring as as a master wrestler, his mic work absolutely sucks, and it's it's unfortunate because that that will bring down the excitement for what should be an amazing match going into SummerSlam. Just has Samantha Irvin as his valet at this point. <sighs> I bet she could talk a lot better. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> Literally for her work. For Ricochet her, is for her on career, the verge of being buried. She can cut a promo. I guarantee she can cut a promo. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, the gift of Gab, to, to put it in Enzo's <clears throat> words, the gift of Gab mm-hmm. is honestly a good 49% of pro wrestling. Yeah. You need to be able to talk on the microphone in front of at least a group of people, let alone thousands of people. Right. Oh, man, you want to talk about not I don't want to discourage his wrestling because he's gotten a lot better. Mm. But as far as being over mm. and not having the best set of wrestling skills, Enzo's right there up. there. He's right there with them. Ironically, yeah, because <laughs> his his shot to fame was so skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. And then it just leveled out and dropped quick. Uh, he did that to himself. <laughs> he had. He well, had, yeah, he had a great he had a great. Shtick going on with uh, well, big, now hang big on, Cass, big Cass, and then his. Oh, okay, never mind. I was gonna say he had a great run with big with big Cass and, and that whole shtick, and then his indiscretions outside of the ring, 
alleged that were never actually. Oh, wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about his uh, sexual escapades. Let's put it that way. Yes, and they were alleged and they were deemed to be false accusations. Go on. And yet WWE did not want to bring him back. Why? Because he was a pain in the ass. He was a pain in the ass. There we go. <laughs> Let's okay. let us you as, can't do it on his discretion. Let all us right? as a because he was a pain in the ass. Yes. Let us as a society, as a people, come to the core of all these issues <laughs> for every single thing that we ever talk about in life going forward. The core of the issue with Enzo, he was a he was a dick. <laughs> he was a pain yeah. in the ass, and nobody wanted him back there. As Miz so so eloquently put in that in that promo. Yeah. Yo, if the Miz is telling you to get out of the locker room, you got to take a step back and look at yourself. Like, what have I done? <laughs> and he was champion what at the time. What have I done to deserve he this? Was, he could say that. He was champion at the time. He was literally, he was WWE champion holding the belt. And he he could say that. He could say it now. I mean, he's put the time in. He, he's earned that right. He was WWE champion at the time? Yes. Yes. What year was this? 2008, 2009? He had, he had two runs. I, whatever it was. But that's my point. His, his first run his first was run. with Cena at WrestleMania. Correct. Enzo was not in the company then. Uh, Enzo didn't come in the company until I'll put it to you like this. As far as timeline is concerned, 2016 was takeover Brooklyn. <laughs> okay. Right? I'm sorry, I opened up my Enzo was still not in the company. I'm sorry, I opened up my phone and it came up with Avengers Triple X. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go go on. <laughs> China walks in and she's like, Oh, I thought this was <laughs> Avengers Triple H. Ah. Oh my bad. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Enzo wasn't in the company during his first run. Okay. I lied. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He had the IC belt. I apologize. That makes more sense. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go on. Just trying to get all the facts no, straight, you're man. Right. You're, you see, this is why you're, we don't want to be spreading false information on this, uh, <laughs> on this program. Never done that before. Go ahead. Oh yeah. No, we've never <laughs> spread false information before. Yeah. <laughs> but the one thing that's not false information mm-hmm. The leader of ABBA was, in fact, born to a Nazi breeding program. There you go. Fact. Cha-cha-ching. Yes, that was fact. <laughs> that was fact. Uh, yeah. how, <laughs> how do you think Hitler would have liked the song Dancing Queen? I guarantee he would He would be in his office privately dancing around. I love the Dancing Queen. In, in lingerie under his suit. And then people would walk, walk in. Mein Führer. I am the Dancing <laughs> Monfura, and then he's just like, "Get out!" And then you know, have the the record scratch, and yeah. My, Mama mia! Mind you, this is the seventies. Did I go again? This is the seventies. We're talking about like <laughs> the nineteen forties. <1940s. laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, man! Oh Lord of mercy! I uh, was gonna hold in that question, but that was definitely better for me to say it on air. <laughs> I'm just trying to think, like what? Anyway, Ricochet I have can't a feeling talk. when he thought of that at first, he's like. One of these is going to be the singer of a of a very popular Swedish pop group. Let's let's get her into this camp immediately. Uh, uh, moving on, for the love of God. If this episode doesn't get taken down, I'd be thoroughly surprised. <laughs> Oof! What an intriguing episode. Uh, yeah, Ricochet can't talk in the mic. Zoe Stark, Becky Lynch, by the way, <laughs> Zoe Stark. Just watch out for her because she that was an amazing match. Uh, yeah. With the win uh, over Becky Lynch, and uh, yeah, no, she's she's when they have these these women's matches, especially when the ones that go longer, as opposed to the ones like last week where they had Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville just go you know through the gauntlet of all the you know, and it's unfortunate too because now you have um oh my god 
Use your words. I, I can't. Uh, Johnny Gargano's wife and Candice uh, LeRae. It's Candice LeRae, and then you have uh, Emma team up with you know random person number four, and and it's it, it's not good for the women's division, but yet you have people like Zoe Stark and Trish Stratus. What a weird combination! Yet it works. Um, you have the you have the veteran bringing up this this other person who it's a good look for her, and she is amazing in the ring, and she does you know good mic work as well. So. I don't know. Just the, my point being is, look out for Zoe Stark because that that will be something to to see in the next couple uh, weeks. Um, the whole thing with Alpha Academy and uh, <laughs> and the graduation with uh, Maxine Dupree. Um, speaking of someone who, who can't wrestle, but I thought that was that was cute. Um, Listen, she could roll them up like anybody though. She can, yes, she can. <laughs> yes, she can. Uh, Cody Rhodes challenging Brock Lesnar to rematch at SummerSlam. We all knew that was going to happen. Uh, the Miz beating, uh, speaking of The Miz, uh, defeating Tommaso Ciampa. Um, thanks very much to uh, Bronson Reed. And uh, I was hoping that, speaking of Johnny Gargano, we'd have some sort of DIY reunion. But alas. Not yet. Not yet, but soon. We will get DIY. I'll put it to you like this. DIY versus... The Miz and Bronson Reed at SummerSlam. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. That's my prediction. Uh, you know what? I have to agree with that. I agree with that. Johnny will come back in a in a couple weeks, maybe next week, some shit like that, and then be. we're off and running. Yeah. Give me give me the blue tights, <laughs> and give me the tag team that we all want back. DIY. They uh, have never been the same since. No, they haven't. And it's a fortune too, because I mean, both being NXT champions, both being uh, incredible wrestlers. Well, actually, and... that's true. They did kind of, <laughs> they did kind of skyrocket to the top of NXT, but they haven't been the same since that. Since that, <laughs> <laughs> because I really do think that that Vince just saw NXT as this property of of okay, we have other wrestlers to fill in the the undercard, and I have my guys yeah. doing the the the, you know, the top stuff, but pre-show matches. Ugh. Fucking Vince. Uh, Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville, uh, speaking of which, uh, defeating Caden Carter and Katana Chance. Um, more just awesome women's ring work. We bring more of that. And then Judgment Day. And then the aforementioned uh, clunky match <laughs> with uh, Rollins, Owens, and Zayn. And the reuniting, and it feels so good, of Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Hugging it out. Good for them. What a nice way to end. What a nice Monday Night Raw. way to end Raw. Uh yeah, so WWE just doing WWE things and being good all around. I thought this episode was good. Uh, you know, SmackDown, SmackDown and Raw. Uh, the 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 back to back tandem was uh was very good. Uh, let's see here. I thought this was a very funny story with Max Caster. So I I did not know this was a thing until I started looking on his Twitter and and he's been thirsting after him. But uh, fans on Twitter have been going after Max Caster for mm-hmm. his thirst trap tweets of MJF. Oh God! Again. <laughs> so, uh, in the past, he's made. Thirst- I want to point this out to you. Sure. You know Stephen. I think so. Correct. Sure. You know me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm aware of you. Sure. Correct. Mm-hmm. Just keep that in the back of your mind mm-hmm. when you read this story. So- <laughs> I already know this is gonna go. Okay. In case you didn't People know, reading way too much into it. Max Caster constantly makes thirsty comments on anything posted by MJF on social media. Obviously, the salt of the earth is never pleased with such behavior and even told Caster to follow a restraining order he apparently had against Caster. 
Uh, MJF took to Twitter oh and posted God. a photo of himself showing off his muscles. This led to Max Caster thirsting after him again. A fan wasn't amused by that and accused Caster of sexually harassing MJF. The fan says, clearly, AEW doesn't have sexual harassment policies. At the oh MJF, constantly being sexualized by Scissor Boy. I give the, the what the fuck face. Uh, the acclaimed member saw the fan's tweet and replied to it as he called MGF his boyfriend and stated that the salt of the earth is basically asking for his thirsty comments. He said, quote, he's my boyfriend and he's basically asking for it. <laughs> um, Max Caster previously thirsted after MJF as well, and that likely that is unlikely to change anytime soon. Blah, blah, blah. I think people are just absolutely dickish and assholes. Really? Really? <laughs> Clearly, so AEW, for some context, AEW, for some context, AEW doesn't have sexual harassment policies. Just okay, we're we're I guess apparently aware. Yeah. yeah. So for some context, um, if you don't know, mm-hmm. there is a little, little known wrestling school on Long Island mm-hmm. called Creative Pro Wrestling. Okay. That particular wrestling school, their number one claim, their biggest student from that school run by pat buck oh pat buck. sure is mjf mm. yes mm. mjf started wrestling at creative pro at the same time as max caster so guess what the two of them as i point to both sides of my camera <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Have been friends for over 10 years. Oh, pull back the curtain. Okay. So, sorry. So, whoever these people are mm-hmm. on Twitter mm-hmm. accusing Max Caster of jokingly, <laughs> of jokingly sexually harassing his friend are idiots. <laughs> there you go. Spoken from the man himself, Mr. Joe Black. That pisses me off so much. Idiot expert. I can't tell you how much that pisses me off. Idiot expert Joe Black. People that very clearly do not know wrestling. If you looked any bit into it, you would know, oh, okay, he's just joking with his buddy Mm. online in front of the entire world to see. You know, some things are just meant for the group chat. I'm talking to you, Max. Okay. Mm -hmm. Max Caster, not Max Friedman. Max Caster. Sure. Some things are just meant for the group chat, not Twitter for hundreds of thousands of your fans to see. And you thirsting over his muscles is maybe one of those things. It's very funny. funny. Don't don't you become that guy either. Don't become that guy. Don't become that guy like this other guy. Like, oh, my God, the the sexual harassment. Don't don't be that guy. Like, these comments are very funny, and he's putting out there for the public to enjoy. Oh, no, absolutely. I, I enjoy them. Okay. They're fucking hilarious, but I get the backstory. The pe- the thing that's pissing me off is these people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I didn't get the backstory, and I still thought it was funny. Okay, well, see, you are a smart person. You're not an idiot. Idiot master, Joe Black. So, <laughs> real recognizes real. That's all I'm saying. Anyway. Uh, anyway, for coll- let's get away from all this PC <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> for collision. Uh, CM Punk show. <laughs> I think he's just going to be on every single episode. Uh, he opens the show, uh, CM Punk does, in Regina, uh, Canada. Um, There's no way 
that that is how you correctly say that. That is. It's, it's, I'm sorry. It's Regina. But I understand that. It looks like Regina. It's Regina. It's always been Regina. But that's my point. Okay. Unless you made, unless you came up with the name for the town, it, it's Regina. Honestly, it's like Houston and Houston. Exactly. Right. I get it. I'm from New York. I, when I'm when I'm in New York City, if I say Houston. If you say Houston, and if you say Houston on, to anybody that's on that street, nope, it's Houston. It's it, Houston. no. If the, over there. if the name if the word street follows the word Houston, it is Houston. I after E except after C. It's spelled the same. I know. All right. I but have, I'm telling you, if the term street follows the word Houston, it is Houston. It's Houston. Correct. I get that. Mm-hmm. Okay. New but York. Regina just sounds wrong. Okay. Well, if you're not from Regina and you say Regina, they're going to probably go on the street and smack you with a hockey stick and say it's Regina. Look at this holzer. <laughs> Fuck off, eh? There's two rules about Canada. Don't touch my fucking Percocet. And you have any fucking Percocet. What's that from? Goon. <laughs> the Goon. <laughs> what an underrated great movie. <laughs> great fucking movie. Sean William Scott. Very funny movie. Um, and Lee Schreiber and Lee Schreiber as as uh, the, the the wily vet, yeah. uh, Randy to, Ray. He likes to get into fights. <laughs> Such a good movie. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks, old uh, Team Taz buddies, are getting into it for the Own Heart Foundation Men's Tournament semifinal match. A lot of words there, but uh, Ricky getting the win, and uh, thanks to QT Marshall, it's Marshall. No, it's Marshall. Um, and then, you know, powerhouse ob just shoving everybody and doing F5s to people. And there's that. I love how they're calling it QTV because it's QT Marshall right. and Johnny TV. Yeah. John, Johnny, Johnny TV just will change his name because he's a whore for wherever he is. Uh, the redeemer. Yeah, but we can't call him Johnny entertainment when he goes to New York. You know what I'm saying? That'll be John Morrison. What the fuck? <laughs> the hell is that? Uh, shout out to Miro. Also. John, also, Johnny Raw does sound like a porn name. It does. That would be in Avengers Triple X. Avengers Triple X. Uh, yeah, yeah, featuring Johnny Raw John in China. Raw in China. <laughs> he's the, uh, he's the, the villain in the whole movie. Uh, shout out to Miro for just cutting absolute banger promos and talking about uh, his false gods and not. Uh, and his flexible wife. His double jointed hot wife. Excuse me. <laughs> Thanks. I misspoke. And now, and now we know that Lana is double jointed. Thank, thank God. I think I knew that already, though. But I feel like I did. I've seen the pictures. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen the pictures. <laughs> Miro is just very funny. Uh, yeah. Will Nightingale couldn't uh, compete against Athena, so that's going to be next week. Uh, Julia Hart uh, in competition. We had uh, Malachi Black with a promo for Andrade. Andrade also cutting a promo with uh, Lexi about his mask. Okay. Uh, match of the night, I feel FTR versus, versus a bull club gold. Um, just the, the, a lot of controversy online, by the way, about the eliminator match stipulations and rules. Like there should be, yeah, there I should just... be more things to it besides you just don't get a, another shot <laughs> at, at the belt holders while they have it. There should, there should be something else, another stipulation to it. Uh, cause they use that, they use that gimmick a lot. Um, but uh, Bull Club Gold. They just they just needed something to get fucking Jeff Hardy out of the tag team with Matt while they did their Canada run. <laughs> there we'll put him with Jeff. Uh, Jeff's going to be in Canada. Yeah, nope. Jeff's going to be in Canada. Why would he? Nope. Jeff. Nope. 
party. <laughs> no, idiot. He had a DUI. Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. Nope. Can't travel. Uh, yeah. So Bill Club Gold gets the win and is now extending the storyline. If and if they beat FTR next week uh, in the two out of three falls that they're going to have a match, I'm for it. I'm I'm good. I'm with okay that. with it. Jay White, especially Jay White, needs needs more than what he's getting. Jay White is getting the um, also the, the Finn Balor treatment. I feel and he he needs to get more. You can't have a faction called Bullet Club Gold without gold. Without the gold. Look at you. Yeah. And by the way, also, shout out to us for pointing out, uh, well, shout out to me and then us <laughs> for pointing out okay. about two weeks ago uh, the fact that Bullet Club Gold can't be a club with two people. So they, and now they added two more people. They fixed that. They, there you go. So now I retract, So, hey, retract yeah, that guess what? You take... Two people who called themselves a club. Yeah. You take two people who called themselves a club. Neither one of them makes sense, but it's if right. you combine both clubs together, it's a super club. Now you got a club. Super club. Yep. yep. Super club. Yep. Now you have a club. <laughs> you weren't a club. The two of you weren't clubs, but now you're now you're a club. It's a super yeah. club. Two of you weren't clubs. Now you're a spade. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're all weak. There you go. Uh, Kevin Kelly also, by the way, <laughs> point out that uh, he's, he's doing better on the uh, on the commentating. That now that he doesn't have to announce like crazy Japanese names, even though again he is the commentator for New Japan. Yeah, which makes no sense. Although to be fair, Kazuchika Okada. Uh, if you have to say it seven days a week, it does get. Okay, so then give okay give, give now give him time. It's only episode what three of Collision? Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll give him time. He got Andrade last week. I'll give him that. But, yeah. But that first episode, good lord, I, I will. But also, you you should have done your homework going into the first episode, Kevin. That, I mean, let's just be honest. This is very true. Uh, I, I would okay. think it's not Andre or uh, Andrade El Odolo. <laughs> yeah. Whatever other Idiolo. Whatever iteration he said, he had like f- five different ways of saying his name, and none of them were right. It was that was a very funny. Uh, I didn't know you could say that five different ways. <laughs> yeah, he found a way. <laughs> uh, the return of Scorpio Sky against Action Andrade to... With the banger music. Banger music, little fanfare. Like, everybody, like, for- apparently forgot who Scorpio Sky was. Because he got no pop whatsoever. The match was the match was okay. It was a good. You need to bring back SCU to get Sky over. Yeah, to get him over. You probably should just... He should be able to do it by himself by now, but this is what happens when you, you know, take off forever and people, you know, you're out of sight, out of mind. You don't remember. Him. Uh, and then the main event with CM Punk taking on Samoa Joe for the semifinal uh, Owen Hart match. Uh, and, and the history, if you didn't know, because good Lord, they shoved it down our throats that CM Punk has never beaten Samoa Joe in the last three times that they fought. And all of those were in Ring of Honor. So that's yeah, so some context going into this match. Joe has two victories over punk and then the other two contests were uh time limit draws 60 minute time limit draws they did back to back ring of honor ring of honor did back to back 60 minute time limit draws with punk and joe Jeez. and like a difference of three between the two pay-per-views that they had at that time 18 years apart between then and now yeah insane um so now rubber match best two out of three falls <laughs> <laughs> Best two out of three in a cage uh, with weapons, and so uh, with with all the the, the beatdowns and uh, the the best part, I I enjoyed the best part of this match was the beginning of the match where Samoa was constantly going for uh, chops across Punk's chest, only for him to evade those, and then he finally got that chop. Good lord, I thought he broke him in half. Um, by God, by I think God. he's broken in half. <laughs> 
yeah, and then for all of it to end in a roll-up <laughs> for CM Punk to finally get a win. Uh, and Joe being absolutely stunned by this whole thing, going for the handshake, gives him the handshake, and then goes for the Karafuda clutch. And FTR comes in for the the save with <laughs> with Cash holding his ribs. I thought it was very funny. Him running down the ramp like, oh, God, it hurts. <laughs> just gotta for, sell. Gotta, gotta sell, sell gotta baby. Gotta sell the previous, the previous match. You just had the, the same night. Uh, he comes down, and then... Uh, now it's going to be the, for the finals. It's CM Punk versus Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks comes out on the top of the ramp. No save. Good storytelling. I like it. He's like he's not going to save his his opponent that he's going to have to face next week. All well and good. I like that. Very good storytelling. Collision has been so far the last three weeks. Crop. Amazing. Mm, no, no. It's gotten better. It's first of all the first episode was absolutely amazing. First episode was awesome. Second one. Couldn't care for Couldn't it. Couldn't care for it. This past Friday. This last one made up for it. I'm yes. good for it. Yeah, I'm good. Again, give it time. It's all good. The pacing of this is way different than Dynamite. Dynamite seems to have a lot more. This is like. Ex- go look at the first episode of Raw compared to now. I mean, it does it, take time. It does take time. But this the the way that they whoever's writing Collision, it has a better pace of matches than Dynamite. Dynamite, love Dynamite, but is it, it's a way different show. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that Dynamite has its it's promos and then it, it, it takes its time with this and it, it goes off the rails sometimes whereas so far collision had just been this is it take it and the beginning of each episode has had you know in backstage they, everybody's cutting their promos and uh, i i appreciate that kind of old school feel to it i'm all for it i'm enjoying it uh oh and by the way uh as i always love to bring up uh ratings talk uh samoa joe and cm punk uh had a uh, uh very good viewer rating for them uh, point two one uh 580,000 viewers which was up uh from their last episode and uh yeah i mean not in, it's, it's i love how you wanted to put it over so much i can't but talk in the beginning about this. of this episode I know. we talked I about one segment of not wrestling literally three million viewers literally was about to say it's hard and awful to talk about it in the same episode <laughs> as something we just talked about three million viewers for but for collision so for collision I want to go with the improvement. I want to be positive. And this is a positive thing because that, that drew people to the, to the episode. So there's that the positive thing is that it is firmly AEW's second show. Sure. Absolutely. Dynamite collision rampage <laughs> as, as it should be very quickly. Last thing I'll talk about, which by the way, does sound like a great scene for a car accident. <laughs> There's the leading into like collision. leading into a killing spree. <laughs> it was a dynamite. Exploded. What's the basis of this scene, director? All right, dynamite mm. collision rampage. <laughs> dynamite went off in a car. It collided with another something else, and then after that, there was just bloodshed everywhere. Uh, it also does sound like the plot line to Avengers Triple X. <laughs> <laughs> we have some dynamite. There's gonna be a collision of your genitals, and then rampage. <laughs> Yeah. And then you rampage all then over. Then rampage because, you know, She-Hulk, Hulks. Yes. Oh, yes, all over. Rampage all over, everybody. <laughs> uh, the card for tonight <laughs> for Dynamite, we have the Blind Eliminated Tag Tournament, the semifinals with Cassidy and De- Darby Allen taking on Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia. Uh, also, Blind Eliminated Tag Tournament with MJF and Adam Cole. Bebe, I'm all, I'm all for this tag team. Uh, taking on Brian Cage and Big Bill. You know the winner on that one. Uh, Ruby Soho taking on Sky yeah, Blue. Yeah, Brian and Big Bill. Yeah, of course. Ruby Soho taking on Sky Blue for the semifinals in the women's Owen Hart tournament. Oof. Ruby Soho, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, 
<laughs> Sorry, Strickland taking on the debut of 17-year-old Nick Wayne. Um, um, 17 or 18? I think he said, they said 17. Oh, they're in Canada. That's why they can do it. Canada. Yes. Oh, so smart, Tony. Honestly. <laughs> God, God man, damn. Commander. I thought that this was his 18th birthday already. Seven, I, they, they keep saying the promos. He's 17. Because I remember, I remember them saying when he signed his when i remember the clip coming out of darby going into the ring on that indie show and handing him his contract and he says the day that you turn 18 this will go into effect but it oh, can't maybe. go into effect before that i thought that was only for the us but they kept saying 17 okay so then he's turning 18 anyway he's young <laughs> he's about to debut on uh on dynamite commander taking on chris jericho and then they're gonna have a uh a preview of next week's blood and guts in boston at td garden in Boston. TD Garden. That is it, everybody. Anything else, Mr. Black, before we uh, head on out of here? And I'm going to the gym to uh, sweat my nuts off. Yeah, Nick Wayne is 18 years old. He's now 18. Oh, happy birthday. Thank he you. will make his AEW debut against Swerve Strickland on Tonight. July 12th episode of AEW Dynamite. There you go. Ah. Uh, mm. oh. There it is. Oh. He is still 17. Ah, there it is. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. his birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. He is now 18. His birthday <laughs> was you're Monday. Such, you're such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> his 18th birthday was Monday. He will be making his professional wrestling debut <laughs> on tonight. I don't know why I have a show with you. I really don't. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so very much for listening. I leave you with... Nothing but being chatty dappy. Shout out Lee. Say again. We'll get out of here. We'll let it fucking ride. Uh-huh. Shout out ABBA. Shout out. <laughs> and and nothing else about it. Shout out nothing else about it but ABBA and their songs. This is very true. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. My name is Chris Mindell along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Hit us up on Twitter, Sons of Slam Show. Tell your friends, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Guys, thank you so very much. In the words of ABBA, Mein Kampf. <laughs>
the Sons of Slam podcast.